This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. Everybody, welcome into another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and this is Texas Bowl Instant Reaction, where Texas Tech takes down Ole Miss 42-25. Absolute manhandling of the Rebels. Michael's at the game. It's just going to be me tonight. We're going to be a little quick on this one. My goodness, this game was so well handled by your Red Raiders. It was just unbelievable. Um, Tyler Shuck gets the starting spot. The quarterback, not a surprise there. Finishes night 24-39, 242 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. Then ran 25 times and added another 111 yards on the ground for two more touchdowns. Tyler Shuck, by himself, ended up with 353 total yards. Um. You were exactly even on the night, passing, rushing, 242 yards, passing, 242 yards, rushing. You averaged five yards per carry tonight behind the 25 carries from Tyler Shuck, 14 more carries from Taj Brooks for 90 yards. Cameron Valdez added 30 yards. Srodrick Thompson had a quiet night, seven carries, 14 yards. But man, just top to bottom, you saw Texas Tech absolutely control Ole Miss. Um, it it was just, it seemed like they, you know, they were just out physical up front. Your, your defensive line uh, would just not open up holes, would not let holes be opened up uh, for Ole Miss to run through. Uh, you were able to get pressure on Jackson Dart. You contained big runs until there towards the end when the game was more in hand. Uh, your your pass defense didn't give up too many big plays again until they were towards the end. Um, small things that you would love to have back. Uh, I, I would start with some of the play calling around the goal line in the red zone. I mean, me personally, I have a love-hate relationship with the uh, creativity that we're seeing from uh, from. Zach Kitley and and his his insistence on, on having two quarterbacks out there for a lot of those snaps. When it works, I think we're all um, you know, high fiving each other and you know, fist pumping about how how great and how creative our our offensive coordinator is. But when it's not working, and we saw that happen several times tonight, you're like, man, we've got the offense to to just put the ball in the end zone. What are we doing? Um, that interception from Tyler Shuck was you know, that first, first drive of the game, he was trying to throw it to Baron Morton, didn't get enough loft on it and got picked off in the end zone. Um, 
we saw a, a diamond formation. There were four, uh, it was a quad receiver look. Um, and you had, you had, you had numbers on Ole Miss. You had four guys out there on, on three defenders and you weren't able to convert that. Um, there were just, there were just too many times when it felt like the cuteness, the creativity was getting in your way of actually scoring points. Um, so you had those two touchdowns that were kept off the board. And then unfortunately for Cameron Valdez, I don't think, I don't think there was a, there was a screen in that end zone where he could have looked up and seen it coming. But those two defenders were chasing down from behind on that fumble that went out of the back of the end zone. Um, you know, I knee jerk was like, man, you got to do better about protecting the ball. But if, if you don't know that they're back there, um, you know, you don't want to slow down by, by trying to turn your head and look for them. And if you if there's not a, a you know a, a in-game monitor for you to see them behind you, you're not really sure what's back there. And you know you just had a just unfortunate the defender had a great punch on the ball, hit it right as you know he was about two or three yards out from the goal line, uh, and it rolled out of the back of the end zone. Here's what I found. But my goodness, um, you know you looked like the better team, uh, and I, I I think we're just gonna just gonna. F- focus on that and you had three penalties on the night. Uh, your first penalty didn't come until with, I think it was a minute 50 left in the third quarter and it was a five yard penalty. You had three penalties for 15 yards, all five yarders. Um, Ole Miss had eight for 86. They had those three targeting calls. Um, they just, they just were just so un undisciplined. They just, they just didn't have everything together. Um, Outside of that, uh, you know, total yards is not a, not a great metric, but they, they outgained Texas Tech 558 to 484. Um, they had 361 yards through the year, 197 on the ground. Where you had, like I said earlier, 242 of each pass and rush. Um, you were 7 of 19 on third down, 5 of 6 on fourth down. Early on in the, in the game, this is, I think, how – Texas Tech was able to build their lead. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, had you been more successful in converting some of those opportunities and points, you really could have ended the game much sooner. Uh, but Ole Miss, they were, they were going for, I think, especially early, like early in the first quarter, uh, trying to make sure that Texas Tech didn't just absolutely run them out of the building. Um, but those early fourth down attempts really set them back. And had Texas Tech actually been able to convert on some of those, I mean, it would have been 56, 63 to 10 type of game. Um, but what you saw was Texas Tech uh, scoring. They, they, the really only time that it got a little hairy was in the third quarter where just things got weird. The first half, it felt pretty fun. It was exciting both ways. Texas Tech had a 26 to 7 lead at the half. Uh, Ole Miss then scored six in the third quarter. Texas Tech scored zero. Uh, then Texas Tech put up 16 in the fourth to get to their 42. Ole Miss scored twice in the fourth and tried to go for it on for two points both times. Only get got the 12 points there. Um, offensively, yards per play, uh, you ran a lot more. Well, no, you only ran four more plays than Ole Miss. Uh, yards per play, Ole Miss had the advantage 6.6 yards per play to Texas Tech's 5.5 yards per completion. Um, Ole Miss, to their credit, did a really good job of keeping the downfield passing attack uh, in, con- in 
um, contained where you didn't see Tyler Shuck and, and, and the offense going deep a whole lot. There's a lot of things underneath when there were kind of big plays, there were broken tackles uh, and, and screens and stuff that, that were broken. Um, so average yards per completion, Texas Tech had 10.1. Ole Miss had 14.4 average yards per rush. Uh, Texas Tech did outrush them five yards to 4.6. Ole Miss ran the ball 43 times on the night for 197 yards. No, no runner for Ole Miss cracked 100 yards. Quinchon Jud- Judkins, you know, I, we would have expected him to get the start. Uh, he had, he finished the night with the most carries, 23 carries, 91 yards. Zach Evans uh, did get the start. I think it was more of a he's home in Houston. He's playing a, a team he's played before. He finished the night with only eight carries for 37 yards. But you just did a really good job of of keeping them from doing what they what they've done all year. Um, they did run a lot of plays. They ran 84 plays on the night. Um, and with you know, if you take up the sacks, they had 199 rushing yards, uh, where Texas Tech had a 244. Um, Red zone, they were just a little bit more efficient, but they had fewer opportunities. They were four or five, where Texas Tech was six of eight. Uh, some of those opportunities were early. You did have a missed field goal. Uh, Trey Wolf uncharacteristically kind of pushed that um, off to the right there. But, I mean, special teams, you saw Austin McNamara punt once tonight. Uh, you saw Texas Tech cover onside kicks. You saw them return one to the house, which was just fantastic. I know we've all seen uh, those onside attempts go absolutely the other, other way where, where you're the one giving up the touchdown. Um, so uh, there was a, there was a, there was a stretch in, in the first, for first half. I want to go back to Ole Miss and just how Texas Tech was able to kind of build that lead. Um, the, their first half drives were turnover on downs, turnover on downs, touchdown, interception, interception, turnover on downs, fumble, half. They just weren't able to get anything going. Um, they did have a couple, like they had one drive that went, I mean, their, their, their play, their drive in the first half didn't cross anything. They didn't get any more time of possession than two minutes, 35 seconds. Uh, their longest drive on the night was uh, they, when they took over after Tech Tech punted to start the second half, 10 plays, 80 yards, three minutes and 40 seconds. That was their longest drive of the night. Uh, Texas Tech's longest drive went 525 and ended on uh, turnover on downs. But um, you just didn't see, you know, Ole Miss being able to control the ball at all, uh, which is I, I don't think it was really part of their game. You know, we, we saw how fast they were. They wanted to run the ball. They did pretty much what they wanted to do. Uh, but Texas Tech was able to con- contain it enough. Um, you know, the final score, you know, Texas Tech winning by 17, I think would have felt a lot bigger had – Obviously, Texas Tech converted on some of those earlier attempts uh, and then that, that Valdez rush where this game would have absolutely felt more like a blowout uh, where it looked like it from, from you know, much of the game. Um, but absolutely happy with this win. Texas Tech was picked as an underdog. There's two bowl games in a row that you're picked as an underdog against a team from the state of Mississippi where you just absolutely came out and dominated. So... Texas Tech finishes the season eight and yeah, eight and five um, best record in, in, in quite some time. And what a, what a great first year for, for Joey McGuire just to have that uh, momentum to win the last four games of the season, but to absolutely be able to demonstrate 
the direction of the program, the, the brand, the type of team and culture he wants to establish. I think you can see that well in place at this point. Uh, and, and, you know, he was signed to a six year extension. I'm not really usually a big fan of the first year extensions. We've seen that kind of come back to bite us, especially at Texas tech. Um, but it's hard to argue the direction of the program, um, at this point. So really excited about that. Uh, this will wrap up obviously the 2023 football season McGuire's first season as the head coach, eight and five dominant victory in Houston there at the Texas bowl. Um, absolutely love it so that'll do it for us on the 23 personnel podcast uh for my co-host michael who was down there at the game enjoying himself i'm spencer we will catch you in the new year get deep into basketball uh, but until then thumbs up thank you for listening to the 23 personnel podcast help us out by subscribing rating the show and leaving a review Follow us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at PuntSuck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.